0: Have you ever seen that Seinfeld episode about name tags? Name tags. So Elaine was dating a top advisor in the mayor's re-election campaign committee. You know, they were at that diner where they often met, you know, to eat and talk and such. And she said, you know, if I was running for mayor, I would have as one of my themes that all New Yorkers should wear name tags. That way, you could walk down the street and call one another by name. It'd be a friendlier place. Be like a small town. Name tags. And then the next scene is Jerry's apartment, where Elaine's at. Kramer bursts in like he normally does. And with his great exuberance, begins talking about how the campaign is now suggesting that all New Yorkers should wear name tags. And she gets excited. And then he says, what a stupid idea. The news media is talking about this costing the mayor his reelection, And then it cuts away to a news report, nightly news. The mayor has just fired his top advisor, you know, the one behind the whole name tag fiasco. His poll numbers continue to drop. You know, evidently, it was too much sharing, too much exposure, too much invasion of privacy, maybe too much intimacy with strangers. You're at least four New Yorkers at any rate. What did we hear in that first reading? Having come down in a cloud, the Lord stood with Moses there and proclaimed his name, Lord. Now, Lord, the word Lord in most Christian Bibles has been inserted in place of what is there in the original Hebrew scriptures. That is the holy name of God. Jews never speak God's holy name. And so when they're reading scripture out loud, they always replace his holy name with Lord, for example. Out of reverence, out of respect. Ours is indicated by the word Lord being in all caps. Typically, you'll see that in your missiles. Sharing your name I mean, that allows for intimacy, closeness. You can call one another by your own personal name. But it does also make you vulnerable. Your name can be misused. I mean, the only reason God's name can be taken in vain by us is because he has shared it with us. He's come close to us. You know, this finds its clearest expression in Jesus' What did Jesus say when speaking with his father? I have made known your name to them and will make it known especially on the cross and the resurrection that the love with which you have loved me may be in them and that I may be in them. I mean that's intimacy. And that's vulnerability to the point of allowing our sins, the darkness of the world, our darkness to touch him, which vividly revealed the light. You know, God's love that, as St. Paul said, has been poured into the hearts of those who choose the light. Now, another name for God's love is his Holy Spirit, which creates a fellowship, as we heard St. Paul suggest. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Now, given when I grew up in some of my interests, when I hear fellowship, I think of the great Catholic author Tolkien And his great trilogy, The Lord of the Rings, as well as the movies, right? That's good. Especially the first book, The Fellowship of the Ring. What was that about? A ring of power that no one could wield without it corrupting and making them and everything evil. And so the decision was made, the only way to deal with this darkness is to destroy it. So, a group of representatives of the entire earth, that is a Catholic universal group, came together focused around the mission of destroying this ring, which created their fellowship, which lasted as long as they were faithful to their mission. But as selfishness, egoism, power crept in, their fellowship fell apart. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. That means you and I have been joined into this mission of the Holy Spirit, which, as the gospel suggests, depends on believing in Jesus. Now, that suggests at one level that that's not something that we can achieve on our own, believe in, trust in someone else. We can only receive it. It creates a relationship out of which life is lived. this comes out in a marvelous way in some of the old translations because the word in that is translated as i in believe in can also be translated as on so we always hear believe in jesus but it is as legitimate to translate the word in as on so some of the old translations have believe on jesus which strikes our ears is very strange Think about what it's saying. Believe on Him. Ground your life in Him. Build it up on Him. He's the foundation of a true existence. Fellowship of the Holy Spirit, believing in Jesus and accepting God's invitation to be intimately close with Him must have something to do with light and love and giving of oneself to God and others to the very end. You know, friends, let's turn to the Lord in the Eucharist who can enter into our hearts and help us to be the person who on our own we could never achieve.